0: Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. All right, we're live now. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. We've got Luke Carlson. He is a uh, consultant and advisor and got um, guy that's in, in the scene. He's doing a podcast called Let's Talk Cannabis. Luke, introduce yourself. Tell us what you're all about.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, uh, Josh. Really appreciate it. Um, Yeah, so I do similar things to Josh in terms of education online. Um, You know, I have Let's Talk Cannabis LMC. It's my main YouTube channel. Uh, And then I have my podcast channel, which is the Frame of Flower podcast, which I hope you will come on. Uh, Josh, I would love to have you. Um, Come in. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, I started in marketing and branding in the industry and then kind of, you know, started to move into, like, overall business development and consulting and a lot of different things, everything except the cultivation. I am by no means an expert there.
0: Yeah, I uh, I got my hands dirty a few years back, but had to stop growing after wholesale prices got to $3 a gram because my utilities were about $3 and now I'm buying pounds for 500 bucks. So it really doesn't make sense to grow my own, but um, that's another podcast for another day. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, wanted to talk about pandemic product trends and some of the um, reasons behind that, physical and mental um, issues as it pertains to a, a national report that came out and kind of showcasing why people um, are having a tough time and maybe um, cannabis is the savior, or at least it seems like CBD is the gateway drug uh, to kind of open it up. We're seeing that in at least France right now, CBD is definitely kind of making it more normalized. so kind of wanted to just get your uh, opinion on some, uh, some trends and we'll just see like where it goes from there.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. So, I mean, I think obviously a lot of people are spending time at home. Um, so, you know, people may be stressed out, all these different things. So cannabis can help relieve that CBD, like you pointed to, um, you know, I, I'm not the best in terms of like, you know, specifically like medical side of things, but more so I like buying trends, right? We've seen, you know, a lot of things get sped up. Like, you know, if you look at any time in history, uh, when you see conflict, right? Like, for example, World War Two gave women you know more rights uh, because it was necessary. Now, because of the pandemic we're in, you know, a lot of states implemented, uh, unfortunately, Washington didn't, but a lot of states implemented uh, delivery or um, curbside uh, pickup um, and like right away. So like Colorado is kind of our counterpart and they did that. Unfortunately, Colorado seems to be making all of the best decisions when it's talking about the two OGs, Washington and Colorado. Um because their regulators actually listen to the experts. Anyway, I'm going to stop. I'm going <laughs> to stop going with that on the regulators. I, the regulators did their best here. Um, but, uh, yeah, so you're seeing a lot of, you know, uh, in terms of, you know, different buying habits. You know, it's, 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 you know, we're fortunate enough to, you know, not be a struggling industry, actually a thriving industry, right, in these times where there's a lot of industries that are not doing well. Canna- and, and not to say cannabis is, you know, the cannabis industry is is helping everyone that's in the industry. Like, you know, I don't know where, you know, where my millions are or anything, but th- I don't have them. Um, but there's a lot of people, you know, like retail, you know, breaking records in a lot of states. Um, and there seems to be, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic or when it really got to the U.S., you know, you start to see these crazy spikes in, you uh, know, in, in, in purchasing right and then you know you'd see that for about a week and then two weeks and then the next two weeks you would see a complete uh you know dive down people are stocking up right you know uh, i think it's a lot less so now it's more stabilized because people you know we're getting more normalized to this 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 uh time that we're in and, and you know people are adapting and then more people are you know going out and you know so people aren't as worried necessarily not to say people aren't worried but you initially started to see those crazy spikes, right? So one week crazy record, two weeks you know off, one week again, you know. So, yeah, a lot of buying, a lot of buying patterns that have that have come about here, and, and some legal stuff as well in terms of like you know delivery and and then also pushing states that are really struggling right now with tax revenue, like we talked about uh, earlier.
0: Uh, yeah, I definitely agree. That's going to get fast tracked for delivery, whereas things like cannabis cafes that we talked about earlier yeah. are going to be sidetracked.
1: Um, Yeah, no, unfortunately, because I and I seriously that the DC point that you made, I am going to definitely steal that from you because that was a really like having it around, like normalizing it around the politicians, the power center. That's how you meet change. I mean, that sounds kind of like obvious when you say like when I say like that, but no, but that's like really good point. I think that that's a that's a whole angle. I hadn't even looked at whatsoever uh, is how important actually some of those uh, cafes and, and different cannabis like bars. Right would be in terms of normalizing and, and, and getting it on the same level or same acceptance in terms of alcohol in terms of societal uh, acceptance or, or regularity um yeah absolutely yeah there was a lot of sales spike as people kind of were
0: hoarding cannabis early on not maybe smoking it but hoarding it um, not really sure if they should be combusting due to the pandemic And then that just went to the wayside, and people kind of went back to their normal spending habits. Maybe as of May, it started to level out. A lot of great headset data um, that you can see month over month. Um, And I think we're uh, the talking hedge will do an update on that uh, within the next couple of weeks. Um, Yeah, within two weeks, we'll have another update. Um, But kind of wanted to, real quick, do I'm going to do a screen screen share and show you. This report from the U.S. National Pandemic Emotional Impact Report um, is interesting. So uh, there's measurement of the emotional impacts on the virus. um, But before we we really get into that, I kind of want to show what people are buying. um, Or maybe we'll we'll do it like both at the same time. Yeah, Because if people are, are, they're buying these products for a reason, right? And it's because they're feeling stressed out. Um, so maybe we'll just take a quick look at, at the emotional impact first and then how people are moving towards cannabis.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great, and I, and I think just one thing I want to mention too, um, is you know, I've in terms of marketing, um, you know, Pretty brilliant, brilliant dude that I was learning uh, marketing from in, in, in a different industry. But, you know, he, he showed me there's like I can't remember the name of the report. It's a famous report, but it was a study done that, you know, it came to the conclusion that humans like consumer, us, us as consumers are buying uh, decision is based almost, I think, 85 to 90 percent off of emotion.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I would think.
1: Yeah, if not more, which, you know, i it makes sense when you say it, but no, yeah, it's, it's I think and it points directly to this, though. Uh, it's
0: not a huge survey. There's only 1,500 adults that were uh, surveyed, but I think you'll get um, a pretty good result taking a look at uh, males versus females in terms of the distress. Um, about 51% were moderate, whereas a quarter, uh, between you know, 24 and 27%, had high uh, pandemic distress. Um, so it looks like these numbers, they, it's, it doesn't matter who you are male or female
1: yeah splits like so these are those are under and, 34 yeah and then looking at age groups really
0: really really similar to the older you get it looks like there's less um so so for those that are under 34 they're experiencing moderate to high pandemic distress compared to older individuals the group is also most likely to report pandemic related job losses or reduced income so that's interesting because while the pandemic might um, scare someone like my father-in-law who um, is is really really scared of people not wearing masks versus somebody who's really young who's probably more afraid of losing their job that's kind of um, a really kind of split demographic there on what they're worried about
1: yeah, absolutely I, I think too um, is you know younger uh, you know younger folks they, you know, they're a little bit more maybe social. They have, you know, it tends to get the older you are, you know, the the smaller your friend group or the more, I guess, picky you are, I guess, about who you kick, who you hang out with, right? Um, that's not always true, all the case. But, you know, we're seeing a high um, infection rates with that age group specifically, too, because, you know, you're young, you're trying to go out. And, and I think there's a, you know, uh, the lack of that social engagement, I think, can take a toll as well.
0: Uh, yeah. We're also seeing in minorities there's a lot higher distress too between blacks and his um, and latinos uh, between 31 and 41 percent respectively, whereas whites uh, is significantly lower. And then uh, parental status, I know that trying to get your kids to sit in front of Zoom and go to school is crazy, and I have friends with special needs kids, and it's not working out very well, and I feel really bad for them. Um, so kids under thirty, uh, kids under eighteen have high distress because they don't know if they can play sports. They're not. I mean, one day it's like you just took your kids out of school and you you weren't able to know. have your kids be you know, hang out with their, their friends anymore. Yeah. That's, how do you explain that to a young kid that's in kindergarten or whatnot that their life just changed? So um, people with no kids, they're still being affected, but um, about. Not nearly as much as as, as parents with children. Yeah.
1: Shout out to all the parents. Yeah, I, I cannot. Yeah, I cannot imagine. Like, yeah, my my one of my best friends just had a just had a baby actually like two months ago. He had a COVID baby. Or oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, shouldn't, I know it doesn't like. I, I'm so good about it too. I'm not saying that word because YouTube will potentially you know, they do potentially uh, suppress it. But um, yeah, no, I yeah parents and i was talking to an activist last night uh, his name is billy dunn he's from oklahoma and he's got um, two uh, special needs uh, children as well and you know it's it's really tough on him too so yeah absolutely there was a,
0: a kid in my backyard there's a my neighbor in my backyard i could hear the kid just screaming and crying i just felt so bad for him like what are you going to do when your kid just completely flips out? They can't go outside or the park or whatever, man. It's, yeah. it's rough. So they've been uh, vacationing quite a bit uh, this summer, and I don't blame them with the smoke
1: and the, the oh. fires and everything else. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The creep <laughs>
1: right, right now. Yeah, no, hundred. And, and, and you know, I th- and also too, like the, the rise in domestic abuse because of that close quarters, tight. You know, everyone's stuck inside, and that can. So we
0: talked about France being the gateway drug for cannabis, as C- or CBDs the gateway in France for cannabis. And part of that is because in northern France, they said that you cannot drink if you have a kid in the house because they were worried about domestic violence. I thought that was crazy. And then I think it's Greenland that said the same thing. They're not going to sell alcohol because of the kids. So they're worried about parents drinking at home and taking out on their children. That's crazy. You don't have that. Alcohol is essential business. And I think the more congested it is uh, in the community, like a city, for example, you're going to have a higher rate of people uh, that are are experiencing some kind of stress versus Smaller towns, <clears throat> which you're seeing an explosion in housing sales in areas like Florida, uh, where they're buying, and a complete vacancy in places like Manhattan, where people are leaving like they've never left before, and pe- you know stores are boarded up and everything else. And work from home, why not live on a
1: lakeside in the middle of nowhere? Um, sounds pretty good to me. Absolutely, and everyone, you know, all of the big tech companies are like. What? Why were we paying for, you know, this this $100,000 a month office space or, you know, absolutely. absolutely.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> so whether or not you're educated or not, I, I think there's probably higher stress for those that don't have a high school, or, I mean, that have high school degrees or less because of the same reasons that younger people were experiencing high distress because of the jobs. If if you have a degree, maybe you're more stable um, in, oh, yeah. in your job.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. So that's uh, that's the emotional impact of the uh, the pandemic. We'll call it in order to not get uh, demonetized or whatever. Um, and then looking at, um, oh, hold on, say, let's let's uh, change gears here, and we will we'll share a different report. Uh, this is a Brightfield Group report on the pandemic product trends.
1: Oh, this will be interesting.
0: Yeah. Get your your take on here. So Brightfield Group, they gave us some uh, pandemic product trends this summer Mm -hmm. uh, or or in August at least. And so looking at some cannabis for focus and creativity, uh, that position saw the largest month-over-month growth of any cannabis product positioning during the month of June, indicating that retailers were tailoring their products to serve the needs of Office workers finding uh, a uh, struggle to stay productive while working from home. The vast majority of new launches and disruptors that fall under the focus and creativity positioning are vapes and flour with sparse numbers of edibles and virtually no tinctures or capsules. Which I found interesting because if you're working from home or if you're not working in construction, you need less topicals and tinctures and more edibles. We saw a huge spike. You know, you were mentioning those numbers, like, increasing way back in March, and a lot of them went to edibles. So uh, thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows.